This podcast represents my opinion and the opinion of my guests. This is not medical advice, and I am not establishing a patient-physician relationship with any listener. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for informational purposes only. And because each patient is so unique, please consult your healthcare professional for any medical questions you may have. Welcome, welcome, everybody. This is producer Seth. This is Not Your Doc Pod with our great friend and host, Dr. Chuck Tadros. And of course, Vanessa is still out. I forgot to say that in the last episode, but everybody knows by now. She'll be coming they, back soon. When they hear my voice, they uh, immediately turn it off and say, there's still no Vanessa. No, <laughs> I, I hope that's not true. Vanessa will be back with us shortly. Her, uh, her maternity leave, uh, she's having a good time, I think, but she's going to come join us again soon. I can't wait. Yeah. It takes all this pressure off of me. No. You're yeah. doing fantastic. Are you kidding? Oh, well, I appreciate that. Uh, so you had some chores to do over the weekend. Yeah. Um, and that's going to kind of lead us into our topic. Doc, right. do you want to tell us a little about that? What were you yeah. supposed to do, and did you get it done? Well, yeah. The quick answer is I was supposed to clean out my garage so I can get my second car, and I got, you know, one one-twentieth of the way through it. And I it kind of – and before this even, I recognized that that I have this what in digital currency they call a double spend problem where you spend the same amount of money, uh, same amount of money more than one way. It's just a way to misperceive time and money and energy. So where people actually – Think that they have time, energy, and money to do X, all the stuff on their to-do list and on the weekend, but they don't even get a frac. They barely get started, and certainly if they do get started, they don't have a fraction of the the energy or time or uh, or gumption to or money to to get things done. So this is a reminder to me this kind of this cognitive uh, fallacy, this belief <clears throat> that that some of our patients have, especially whenever we have patients with depression who have a hard time estimating time, money, distance, etc., uh, that they have misperceptions about these things and it becomes frustrating um, and it, it, it makes us feel terrible about ourselves but it's a recurring theme and somehow I see people including me that just don't learn from it uh, so I'm just going to talk about that for just a few a few minutes here uh, this is the misperception of our time, energy, money, resources, um, energy and money are type of resources uh, in order to get stuff done. Uh, so if if I'm going to uh, if I'm going to read a book, uh, you say, well, I'll do it this weekend. But what I don't recognize is that I'm going to get up late on, 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 on Saturday and that I, by the time I get up late, I'm going to want to do, you know, I want to do other things that are more fun. And, and then I'm, somebody's going to need my, my, my services for something. Then I'm going to be too tired. I'm going to take a nap. And maybe at 7 or 8 or 9 or 10 o'clock at night, I may want to crack open the book. But now nah, it's too late. Let me watch a movie. And then it'll be Sunday, and et cetera. And then we'll end up on Monday. We have not even cracked the book open. We've only read a few, a few words. So that's part of the problem. It's a recurring theme that we see. You say, well, it's procrastinators. It's other people. But actually, I think it's deeper than that. I think it's a misperception of a variety of things, including energy and resources um, people say well put the most prominent thing that you want to eat the frog is the name of the book from many years ago do the ugliest hardest 
worst thing that you have you have to get done first. That way, anything after that that is not as important uh, that may fall off uh, your your list it was not going to be as important anyway. So you did the first thing, and that's that's fine. That's one way of doing it. Prioritize. Then, prioritize. But the problem is, is then then you've only eaten the frog, and oftentimes you've only eaten part of the frog, um, and then then you've not only eat, not eaten the rest of the frog, but you've not done anything else after that frog. So some people argue, do all the simple things first, the easy stuff first. Yes, you may leave the most important things to the end, but now you have time, energy in order to focus on the the worst thing, the the hard, the, 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 the the hardest thing, which is unfortunately sometimes the most important thing. That's the other way of approaching it. But sometimes you run out of energy and time. Right by the time in the evening. You've, you've cleaned the house, you've gone out, you've taken a nap, but now you're just, you're just, you know, you've lost the gumption to do things. But I, but this is, these are variations on the same theme that we have misperception of our resources, our, our external and internal resources. So kind of the way I do this, instead of doing a to-do list, I actually schedule it. I put it on my calendar. If you're going to get up on this day, you know, not every day you get up on the same time. I, I like to try, do that, by the way. That's one of the tricks is to get up the same day, even if you don't have to. Uh, to well, in some of the first few minutes or hours could be self-care if, if it needs to, if you don't have anything else to do that's, that's pressing. But the end result is to actually schedule it. Um, and you have a to-do list on the side that's ma- ma- humongous, um, yeah, but I'm going to schedule it. So as I walked in this morning, I see peeling paint on, on, on my entrance. So I've been thinking about it for since, you know, for, for uh, you know, nine months. Now I'm going to put it in my schedule and I'm going to make it practical, you know, so that I do it in sections. So in order to get my bucket, my paint together or go get the paint, it's not the same day that I go, uh, that I do the paint because, you know, these are separate things and so i'll lead myself in segment piecemeal from from uh, and usually i do it geographically if i'm going to be in the basement i'm going to grab select things and i'm going to bring it upstairs and put it in a place out of the way if i'm going to go out uh, i'm going to go to ace hardware or lowe's that i'm going to take certain you know paint chips with me to go get matched so that i'm not doing everything at once and assuming that i'm going to get everything done at the same day if i need to pull out a ladder that's behind a bunch of junk i do that separately from some of the other things because i'll be in the garage uh, so th- these are the ways that I find that uh, doing it and understanding that I'm not going to be able to do, paint uh, the whole thing in one day, that I'm going to have to segment it out and I put it on my calendar in mixed in with all my other responsibilities, my medical responsibilities, my family responsibilities, all the other things like that. And uh, that way I can and, and I stick to kind of I stick to the plan. That means that I'm, I'm going to have to include time to prep and to, to clean up because uh, once again, it's not going to be done in one day. And I may have to ask for help, by the way. Which case I have to schedule that, uh, but those are kind of the, some of the ways. One of the ways is if you get a bonus for your, you know, get a bonus in terms of a check, and you say, "Oh my gosh, I'm going to do the roof and go take a trip and and and, and you know and, and 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 get the car fixed." You you don't have enough money for all these things. So first of all, you take money out for taxes, all the uh, necessities, and then that leaves you with a lot less than you than you thought or you predicted, and then you're going to have to pick from there, and then you're going to have to say out loud that certain things are going to still be undone. Uh, but uh, but that you're going to be able to do you know one small piece of the the three or five things, and part of it is to be able to 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 take the ego out of it that like I ought to be able to all these things I know how to do all these things but the answer is that they have not been done before you know you've not done them they've not been done and therefore you're going to have to take the ego out of it and say I'm not going to be able to do it as well or as much as I thought but I'm going to be able to do this piece uh, that's the first thing ask for help is the other piece uh, those are kind of the big things that I I tell I talk to people about. Um, 
the, the to-do list is kind of a death, it's, it's just a death knell. Uh, so the, 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 this calendar schedule, and you have to abide by the calendar. And sometimes the calendar does not have to be multiple hours. Sometimes it's 15 minutes, you know, because you don't have time energy to go beyond 15 minutes to do select things. And don't stop and do 16 other things along the way. If I go to the basement, and I see 16 things that need to be rearranged. I'll still go just get the paint can and blah, 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 and get that done. And I'll put it on my to-do list somewhere in the bottom that I have to rearrange, the, you know, the basement. Uh, but but that does not help me get the painting done for the front. Uh, front. So once again, don't uh, recognize your time, energy, all your resources are are, are, are limited. Um, that uh, that some things uh, will take precedence, and sometimes it's other people's. Uh, what's on other people's schedules takes precedence, not not necessarily what you want to do, but what your spouse or the IRS needs you to do. Yeah, that's that takes precedence over what you want to do, and then recognize that what's left over sometimes is not as much as you want, not as much energy and resources as you as you wanted, and to take the ego out of it. And recognize you're not going to be. It's not going to be as great as you wanted, but that you got the certain things knocked off your calendar, um, and that the, the, those small pats on the back add up. Um, Reward uh, yourself. Yeah, small small pats. Uh, it's certainly not the. I need to sit down and do big projects. Some people are big project people. It's great if you can get that done. Most of us are not. We don't even the, the big project kind of makes us sour, and we don't even start on the big project. Therefore, not even the, the big project doesn't get done, and none of the small projects get done. So you feel really <laughs> guilty by the end of the weekend. You ever have uh, so much to do, you just say screw it and don't do any of it because right. the anxiety is that's just right. too much. And most of the people <laughs> say you're dumb or you're lazy, and it's something. I'm going to tell you exactly right. You hit it on the head. I think the vast vast majority of people are overwhelmed by the stack of papers that they have to go through overwhelmed by the size of the, the lawn or how many how much crabgrass they have to you know you know they have to go out and manually pluck or overwhelmed by uh, you know how how many papers that they have to dig out of their back of their car and the garage and stuff in order to do their taxes and stuff like that so uh, so it's it's uh, I think the anxiety and the embarrassment and stuff is much bigger than we realize yeah. I'm going through that right now. Sure. I'm moving, plus I got work at the office. I've been going back and forth and trying to juggle that. And I found the best thing to do is just, you know, set one day where you're like, I'm just going to focus on this and That's do right. a whole lot of that. Yep. The next day, I'm going to do a whole lot of that. Yep. One day, I'm going to work ahead at the office. Right. Then the next day, I, instead of sitting behind a computer all day, I'm going to be up and moving around. I'm going to get a whole lot of moving done. Right. And you start to, you know, see progress in both areas. Yep. But when you try to go back and forth, maybe stop, some stop. people are good at it, but personally, no. no. Uh, multitasking is not multitasking. It's serial tasking. That's the first thing. You stop one thing and move to another. That's serial tasking, not multi. You're not doing three and four things at once. Uh, you think you are because you're doing it in the same hour, but actually you're stopping one and moving the other one. Every time you stop and start something, it robs you of lots of momentum. People severely, severely underestimate. They look at efficiencies and this and that. But we really need to look at it, what gives you energy and, and where the momentum is. Uh, we should do the whole thing. I'm going to scribble it down. Energy and momentum. Uh, uh, because those are uh, those are big, big reasons for people to continue doing something. Is if they, It gives them energy uh, or, or doesn't rob them of too much energy, but it gives them energy. And they're already doing it. And so you're on a roll. You know you hate to do the yard and this and that. But once you get the stuff out and so the lawnmower started and this and that, you know, you're on a roll. It's not still great, but you're better than you were, you know, 30 minutes ago whenever you kind of dreaded trying to hunt up the stuff in your garage. So that's, I'll leave it at that. Yeah. 
Yeah, you keep going back to that garage. Yeah, it, I, I can I, tell I, that's I, on the your garage, mind. The garage, you know, I want, I, you know, I wanted to pull, pull stuff out of the garage so I can have it re, re, kind of remodeled. And then I recognized it's too big of a bite, too big of a chunk, and so that's when that's therefore the small, the, the small bites, and I'm going to have to even take smaller bites. Uh, so you know, part of it is to say, yep, you're going to have to take even smaller bites, but it'll get done. Yeah. Are you familiar with Dave Ramsey? Of course sure. you are. He's like a, the biggest financial oh, expert yeah, in the world, big, yeah, it seems sure. like. Yeah, I've heard him Yeah, times. I worked at a radio station uh, that carried his show. Yes. Like, I didn't know Dave was syndicated, obviously, but, you know, um, it's pretty interesting. If you At first, like, I don't want to sit and listen to this guy yap about money mm-hmm. forever, but he really pulls you in, and you start. Mm-hmm. he says so many things that will remind you of yourself uh, okay. when he comes to spending habits. So I, yeah. I strongly recommend people looking into him if yeah, you want no, some he good does, financial he does a, advice. Yep, he does a very nice job. I've, I've heard him, and he does, uh, yeah, nothing he says is crazy. I have Sometimes, his book. I might even read it someday. <laughs> and then when I'm done, I might return it to uh, my friend John that loaned it to me. <laughs> So if you're well, listening, John, I remind people that you don't have to read a book like you did as a kid from cover to cover. You can you, you can go pick. to you can you can go to the, you can look at the index. You can look at the back and see. You can look at the beginning first few paragraphs of each chapter section and go to the end and read the last <laughs> few paragraphs. And then you can go back and if you want to read from the beginning to the end, like but I look, did with book reports. Yeah, I'd go. I'd get right. the beginning and the end, right. and the teacher's like, "Well, you just seem to have read it." <laughs> but part of it, I mean, part of it as an adult, we're not kids. We don't have to eat our peas if we don't want to. Um, um, uh, so you, if you don't have to read a book, you can you can buy Audible. You can do Audible. You can rent it. You can uh, get okay. it from the I, library. I, can you solve a debate? I had this debate sure. with a friend last night. Not that I know night. anything. But, uh, okay, so she claims to have read 50 books in a year, mm-hmm. but they're all Audible. Like she reads them like sure. while she drives or while she cleans. I go, that's not reading a book. That's listening to a podcast. A book, you, a book well, you sit down and you get rid of all the rest right, of the stimuli in right. the world. You can't and you, be doing other things except you, maybe walking on a treadmill whenever you're learning. Yeah, book, right. or the exercise bike. Right, I'm a fan right. of that. But Same you, thing. you basically break yourself off from everything sure. else and you isolate yourself. I mean, you focus on that book. And it's like a exercise um, just basically yeah. looking at the words and interpreting them as you read them. That's not the same as I would agree. You, you'll retain information either right. way. Right. It's, it's, that's a good question. I've never, I'm going to have to ask some, you know, I have, I have friends and family that, that read books, literally read books a lot. But if they're driving, they'll do podcasts or, or audibles on a book or a podcast. But, but, but you're right. They actually sit down and read books. It's usually paper, paper, they're usually, sometimes they're on Kindle and stuff like that. So I don't know. That's a good question. I'm not sure. Hmm. What do you, what do you, th- you, you say? I no. think it's, a, it's the same as listening to a podcast. Because, yeah. like, if you're going to listen to Joe, Rogan. You're right. not going to be like, I've read every Joe Rogan book right. this week. No, you listen to him talk all week. It's not. It's just not the same. I think I, it's I'll, a better exercise uh, for your brain. By the way, for uh, for people who are distracted easily like I am or people with ADHD, sometimes it's good to have the book and a, an auditory, uh, whether it's from the library. By the way, people, we underestimate libraries and stuff. We forget that our libraries have lots of resources, not only paper, uh, book, hardback books and paperback books, but also they have uh, uh, books on tape and all sorts of stuff like that you can get for free. Uh, uh, but uh, but the quick answer is yeah. So it's, you actually have somebody like while you're eye, eyeing the book, the words, somebody's reading it out loud to you. Um, so uh, it, sound, it seems lazy, but but you're right. The more ways that you um, sensory inputs that you have for a piece of information, the more likely yeah. you're going to retain it. Yeah, it's obviously convenient if you're trying to save 
time. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I remember as a kid, we had the little record. You yes. play a little seven-inch record yeah. in a book, yeah. and they'd read, and then right. it'd ding when it was time to turn, turn the, page, the page, and you could right. follow along. But yeah. I, actually, I want to go back to Dave Ramsey real sure. quick, because um, he gave some advice once that I yeah. thought was really cool, and you've probably heard of this. Uh-huh. Spend cash, not your debit card or any kind of mm. digital transaction. The thing is, when people are swiping a debit card, That's right. it's real easy. That's right. You're just swiping away, and you're not even watching it add up. That's but right. if you have cash on you, you're watching the cash disappear, and you will slow down as it starts to go. You'll be like, oh, look at my money going away. That's right. A debit card, you don't see that. Well, c- uh, casinos, you, you may remember years ago, they had the one-armed bandits where you had to actually take time to pull. You had to put a quarter in and a nickel in, and you had to pull, and you had to watch it spin. Then they went to, to, to of course, they went to tokens where you didn't have feel like actual money going out of your hands. Then they eventually hmm. went to push buttons. So that you so and you have it like a debit card and stuff like that, and you have push buttons. So what they're doing is making making less friction for you to let so go of your money. It's like the opposite of what I was saying. Right, they're trying exactly to get right. you to spend that right. money they, by they, doing the exact opposite. Try to remove you from the sense of the money going through your hands. Number That's one, predatory. Doesn't feel, doesn't, right, it doesn't feel like money because it's token, and it doesn't feel like money because it's a card. And it, before it took a while for you to pull the one arm bayonet. Now you just push a button, push a button, push a button, and so uh, the end result is uh, uh, that's exactly right. That's how you get addicted. Whether it's a, whether it's alcohol or cocaine or whatever, you have to get the kick, the hit. If you had to wait thirty minutes for a hit, or you know, you do something and it took thirty minutes for you would you kind of your brain would not associate the two together. But the closer you are between the action and the the high or the buzz or the feeling, the the, the more addictive anything is. Anything is. Uh, so that's it's important mm-hmm. to, to recognize. But absolutely no, Dave Ramsey has has got good good wisdom uh, that I, sure. I think. Uh, you, hey, you got some great wisdom uh, okay. yourself, Doc. Do you have speaking of that great wisdom? Is there any more of it you'd like to share before you get back to cleaning that garage? Because no. <laughs> I know you can't. You're just you know it's, anxious uh, no. <laughs> to stop thinking about it. It's 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 interesting how some things hang over you for months to years. Uh, whenever it's as as never never nearly as big as what you thought. So I just like to remind people of that. It's uh, almost anything. It's not that it's not going to be painful, but the pain doesn't last nearly as long. Whether you're going to ask for a raise or you're gonna or you're gonna go in to get fired or you're going to go in to leave uh, work or you uh, or uh, it's not nearly as uh, long and painful as you predicted um, some things are some things are but the vast majority are not so um, uh, that's when that's when you check yourself about is it real uh, does it matter all these things these questions that people ask about about reality ch- checking reality um, and reframing things and that's why you have friends and therapists and neighbors and spouses and partners to kind of check yourself uh, and that's oftentimes helpful yeah well you can read all of our books by listening to them <laughs> at not your doc I don't dot com no that's where book. you can find the pod if you want to hit play and read it or that's have right. it yeah, listen yeah. to you I, I still say it's the same as uh, a podcast when you do that but anyways you can actually read yeah. if you go to the website you can read the blog that's right so we got past episodes we got the blogs you can contact us you can also email us at not your doc pod at gmail.com great episode great advice great wisdom Pretty doctor pretty thank you so much basic it was a lot stuff. of fun thank you thanks uh, thanks for being here yep thanks we'll see you This previous podcast represents 
my opinions and the opinions of my guests. This is not medical advice, and I'm not establishing a physician-patient relationship with any listener. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for informational purposes only, and because each patient is so unique, please consult your healthcare professional for any medical questions that you may have.